Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pool Box Pals podcast for the 50th time. My uh, name wow. is Monk, <laughs> and uh, that in the background is Mr. Impressed. We call him Mad, aka Mad, Mad Chuckler, impressed. and Mad Impressed. <laughs> Can that be your like hashtag when you read a comic that's like you really enjoy? Just oh, hashtag. that's shit. That's good. I like yeah, that. Mad impressed. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Wow, we're we're we are uh, just digging gold right here at the top of the uh, the podcast. Yeah. But uh, it's it's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's always good to be back here on Wednesdays. Um, yeah. I, it's like it's kind of like for me, uh, it's kind of the start or finish of my week so it's just i know like tomorrow is like a new day where i go about the rest of the other six days but like so much of it is focused in on okay wednesday's kind of like i guess it is it's the hump it's like mm -hmm. the high the high point of my week and then it yeah literally yeah. same until like the weekends but like in like the like monday through friday doing this is like the the it's like the peak of the tent pole of that is the circus that is my life oh yeah i liked how you said that yeah i mean <laughs> the 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 image i tried to paint was great the way i said it was uh terrible um mm -hmm. but what are you gonna do uh, uh but yeah i the problem is is when we st first started doing this we started doing it on thursdays so when we uh do this in my head i still think it's thursdays so oh, yeah there's I, I a lot of there's a lot of days where I'm like at work and I'm like, oh, it's Friday. And then I'm like, nope, it's Thursday because good old comic book time with my pal tricks me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I guess, yeah. You, you kind of have a different, you have a different life than I yeah. do. So it well, would, it would yep. appear slightly, you know, still the tent pole analogy, but mm -hmm. you know, the building and uh, dismantling is totally different. That's right. I've been thinking a lot about uh, carnivals lately, mostly because uh, I read Junction Jones earlier uh, this week. Uh, I'll probably get into that later. I did a uh, that was my Scout Comic Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I already kind of chatted about that, but I've just been thinking about carnivals since then, and just ah. like, yeah, this just um, just because we we'll dive into this, but uh, I was having a chat with um, the writer of this. Um, let me just make sure I get the name right because I feel bad not being able to just whip it out off the top of my head. Uh, TC uh, Pescator. Um, we were chatting about because last week we mentioned my uh, band and we started talking about music and folk punk genres and it got into like hobos and stuff like that. And then talking about like this interesting relationship between like people that like were just transient, you know, workers or whatever. And then they just got in with the the carnival and would just you know use it as a way to go around the country and mm -hmm. it's definitely like a dying part of our like society but it was probably a really big thing you know like the carnival yeah. is coming to town <laughs> you know well yeah and like i don't know i think carnivals are kind of uh going away well they're not they're not gonna go away i don't think they'll ever go away but i think that like the the crowding of it has grown less mm -hmm. in our lifetime like because when, when i was a kid like that was the thing to do go ride the rides but now I was like an adult and I'm still seeing like a lot of the same rides and just like, <laughs> like, huh, the maintenance on this. Oh, wow. Here's like 70 news articles about carnival accidents that have to do with the ride. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. So, 
I feel like the carnival has kind of been replaced by block parties and like like local fairs, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they always had fairs, so maybe I don't know. It's just interesting, like the Americana, you know, the history mm-hmm. of this country and just the weird stuff that we've done. We're just like, what if the, you know, I mean, the traveling circus, you know, I was going to say, what if the circus, circus travels? But it does. <laughs> you know, does. that's what it does. Yeah. Yeah. Back when, uh, you know, the railroads were important and not just things that we used to um, just wreck. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when they actually like meant something to our country. And yeah. but um, anyways, uh, I got I got, another, I got a carnival question for you. What's what's your uh, what's your uh, carnival uh, choice of food? Oh, I thought you were going to say game. Um, nah. My I think it would probably be funnel cake um, because it just feels like, again, classic Americana. You know, yeah. like it's just just some dough or whatever it is, just somebody with like a ketchup uh, squirter thing, just shooting out pancake mix and then deep frying it. And yeah. Yeah, that's like, that's a classic America. And then you get mm-hmm. into like, you get into like deep frying Oreos and I'm just like, mm, that's the worst parts about America. I'm going to take <laughs> like the best parts where I'm like, yeah, I'm deep frying. Let's take something that's already kind of awful for you <laughs> and let's make it more awful. Like, like let's <laughs> let's nail the uh let's nail the final nail in the coffin but of I how will, awful I, this is. I will say like things like a deep fried Snickers. I mean, I've tried it, but I've also tried it enough to know like I've had enough for my lifetime. Yeah, like I'll probably and I'll probably just leave it there to like the nostalgic feel of it because I know that if I have one now, I'll probably be like, ugh. <laughs> well, I'm just like, yeah, of course this tastes good. Like this is like this is like uh, how do you say this like specifically made to just be like the tastiest things you know like mm-hmm. your sugar your butter your just everything like and yeah it's like well of course it's going to be like this explosion of like goodness in my mouth but like that doesn't mean that it should be <laughs> indulged you know have some yeah. restraint america my goodness uh, I, <laughs> what, if you, what if people like really started having that restraint but it went so far as like i'm gonna get one and i'm gonna like bite into it and chew it but i'm gonna spit it out they just have like slop buckets next to and <laughs> yeah. like the hogs come and feed. It's gonna get the flavor and then spit it out. Like, oh wow. That'd be I do that. Fun. I mean, I've definitely done that with water. I don't know if I've ever done that with food. I'll be like, I'm I want some like I want my mouth to be dry, but I don't feel like drinking anything. So I'll just wash like water around and spit it on the ground or whatever in my yeah. house. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Cause I, I've been, I've been like trying to think, cause last year was like when I took my kids to like the, the fair, we went for my son's birthday and like, he had a, all of his, like his boys come, you know, they, it was like his birthday party. And, mm-hmm. uh, it was the first year for me where I was like, I really don't know what I want to eat. Mm. And then I, I found like a, like a Asian food truck that seemed like this is probably the healthiest option here. And like, it was like, it was really, really good, but nice. I just like, I don't know, turkey legs have become a thing for me for Renaissance fairs. Yeah. Rather than the carnival. And like, they're also just like, they can be a pain to eat. You're like, yeah, you're going you're gonna to get messy eating as, a turkey leg. As a vegetarian, nothing confirms my uh, decision more than trying to watch people eat those. And like halfway through, <laughs> they're like, we stopped doing this for a reason. We yeah. became, again, we're, there's, I'm, I'm like walking this civilized balance, right? So it's like, you don't want to be too uncivilized that you're eating a turkey leg, but you don't want to mm-hmm. be like over civilized where you're deep frying an Oreo. There's that perfect balance. And that's yeah. why it's it's a, a funnel cake. I, I can kind of relate to that in that um, 
I'm, you know, I'm not a vegetarian, obviously, but like things that I do, like you say, I'm obviously, st- like you're currently eating steak. <laughs> well, I, mean, I was just talking about eating turkey, like, um, oh, right. Um, but like, I've always <laughs> had this like distaste for uh, ketchup and ranch, huh? Like and together it, but, or separately? Um, not like separately. Um, okay, I've I've become like more I've I've become a little bit lenient on ranch over the years, um, especially like at a restaurant where they have like a special like this is our house ranch with all this cool spice in it, you know? Yeah. Um, like I'll I'll indulge in those, but um, the reason I don't like ketchup, we'll just stick there because I like I said, ranch is okay, but um, watching people like eat it, like growing up and just like. <laughs> Especially when like Carl's Jr. started doing like the "Don't bother me, I'm eating" commercials. And, like, I don't remember those. Oh, you God. don't? Well, I guess no, it'd be hard, like ketchup. for you, it's Hardee's though, right? Or do you? I don't it, know. Yeah, but anyway, like they had this like "Don't bother me, I'm eating," and it'd be like <laughs> an attractive model like eating one of their burgers and dipping their ketchup and fries, and like the the ketchup's just like dripping down their chin. But then like mm-hmm. I remember watching. Uh, I'll just uh, I'll just say a couple people I know uh, just <laughs> eating those things and like seeing that same imagery of sorry for people who are getting if they're getting grossed <laughs> out but just the I'm, Im- I'm I, getting hungry I literally want to go to Wendy's <laughs> the point is for me it's just like it like it's just like gross to me and so I don't I don't like ketchup because I just think the way people I've seen people eat it and I honestly don't like the flavor of it that much either but it's just it's gross like ketchup is a hot take. Yeah. Wow. You don't like ketchup. Sound off in the comments. What do you think about Mad not liking? Uh, com- uh, I was gonna say comments. But I ketchup. will say like to each each their own. Like, I don't know, like yeah. my kids. My well, not my kids. One of my kids loves ketchup. Like, good for him. I'm glad he loves ketchup. I don't. My brother loves ketchup. But yeah. What is this? You're talking about this like this is like a special thing. Most it people is. like ketchup. Yeah, no, they do, but I'm I know I'm not alone in like being the only person in the world that like oh ketchup's gross. <laughs> so yeah, but you're all you might not be alone, but you might you're not you're not correct in your yeah collection. But anyways, enough wow. about ketchup. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you did you catch up on some comics this week? <laughs> oh that whole thing oh. was just just for that. Oh, what a setup. <laughs> oh, I did, bud. Um, I actually read a, a bunch. I've so I've been at work uh, every day since last Monday, and just just going hard. I have an hour long commute. Yeah, so it's just been I've been grinding, but I do have like a healthy stack of comics that I read here and like good stuff. So yeah. I'm excited to dive into it. I also bought a bunch of comics, but before I talk about the comics I bought, why don't you talk about the comics you bought? Oh, because it's my turn to go first this week. That's right. All right. Coming in at number one, um, Ollie Eyes Issue 2 came out this week. Pretty excited about that. I really enjoyed Issue 1. I got a lot of, like, next issues of things that got backordered for me. Okay. And so, like, I didn't get them on release date. Ollie Eyes is one of them. Right. So so was The Neighbors. Like, I just read Neighbors number two. And so this is number three just came out. Yep. And I also got that. And then something I've always been caught up with when it comes out is what's the furthest place from here? Is this 13? Yeah, it is 13. 13. Good grief. So Great hold number. on. Let's let's pause on that. I do believe oh, yeah. that that is the end of that arc. Is that correct? 
Uh, I'm I'm not I'm not hundred percent on that. I'm probably oh, about really? seven. I'm probably about seventy percent yes, but I just I I haven't looked into it. Well, anyways, um, I we've been talking off camera about wanting to do uh, a catch up of that. So if this yeah. is the end of the arc, we're gonna definitely do it because I went back and reread the first arc. I think I mentioned this on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You mentioned it, and I loved it. So I definitely want to have another chat about it. So um, I did. I also picked it up. I got the same cover. I'm going to Google it and see what, what when it comes out. Right on. Um, something I'm the most excited about this week is Vanish number seven. Um, I really I really liked issue five. Uh, issue six uh, was like it was good, but it wasn't like outstanding to me as like the other ones have been. So I'm really excited about issue seven just to see like where the where it's going. Um, then I also got Star Wars hyperspace stories number five here and uh danger lurks around every corner is what it's telling me i saw that that enticed me you know why why because the cover it's doing a good job of being like it's danger lurks around every corner there's danger yeah. around that corner there's you know probably all the people involved yeah. what more do you can need you, can you name all these characters uh i'm gonna say that's obi-wan kenobi uh, then i'm gonna assume that's anakin skywalker and yeah. then palpatine no no Han Solo. No. <laughs> Who is it? It's Ventress. Oh, I don't know if I know Ventress. Ventress is mostly from the Clone Wars. Uh, she's also in a mm. book called uh, Dark Disciple that's really good. Like if you if you need like a novel to listen to on Audible, like Dark Disciple is excellent. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. I really I, I really enjoyed the like the performance of it on Audible. I really want to listen to um, Air of the Empire before the uh, like all the Ahsoka stuff, like all the um, Disney Plus Star Wars series builds. You know, I want to oh, yeah. be familiar with that. It'll be interesting to see how like Dave incorporates what we know of it, but still mm -hmm. brings out like something new and added to it. Right. Because like, I mean, like characters that didn't exist, uh, like when the book was written, like, well, the big the big one would be Ahsoka. And obviously, right. ah Ahsoka is going to have some part to play in that movie, right? Like, she yeah, I would imagine that like, she's going to have a big part. I mean, yeah. you're getting Rosario Dawson, so I would imagine that you're like you're getting your bang for your buck out of that. Yeah, and, I, and then I also wonder, like, is he also going to incorporate like the the sequel trilogies in some way? Like, are we going to see like the birth of Kylo Ren, or at least see like a Leia and Han Solo, like? something or other together i don't know it'll be interesting to see how they do that but speaking of star wars i got one more uh, yeah. it's the high, high republic number 10 it's the final face-off on jedha so i think uh, this is the finale of this volume and is it i believe it is well, um come back with it yeah and i uh i love jedha as a as a concept as a planet yeah yeah it's, it's a good planet. Star wars planet you should read about it in the higher public then this actually this arc specifically because oh. it all takes place there and it's about kind of uh, all these different i don't know like you could call some of them religious groups other ones just like i don't know communities of like force believers and force users so there's not just like the jedi and sith but there's like other factions of force users or worshipers Right. And and they all like hate the Jedi. <laughs> um, I'm guessing you picked That's this funny. one up. Nightclub number five. I did. 
There it is. It's on the very bottom of my. There was another uh, cool cover, but I ended up going with this one. I guess it was just the, oh, uh, that's, the black that's and white cool. one. Yeah. Is that? I like the. I feel like that biker dude needs to look in black and white. He just yeah he just belongs in black. I think and white. I like. I think I like yours more just because it is in black and white. Um, uh, and uh, see, this is another one that I just recently read the previous issue because it uh, came to me late. But I got Hunt Kill Repeat number three. Nice. Yeah. And I believe this is it right here. This is the last one. Um, I wish I was a little more jazz, to be honest. Um, but it's oh. it's a uh, it's blue book number four. Oh, buddy, I feel I felt the same way when I was yeah. standing. And I was I literally almost didn't pick it up. I was like, I opened it and I saw something that was like enticing. It, it looks like we're seeing a little bit more of what actually happened. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you kind of got me, but like. The storytelling has been just it's the storytelling, I think, is my least favorite part of that, which is ironic because of who's doing it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I wish I wish I was a little bit more like hyped up about like reading it. I will read it, but uh, I don't know. I know. I know like some of our other pals have kind of dropped it. Yeah. So um, but I am going to continue because I told my shop I would take all the issues. of it. So. <laughs> So you kind of got to, but Hey, I mean, he's Tinian's worth something, you know, James yeah. Tinian the fourth. So it's probably good to just have, you know? Yeah. And, but, uh, yeah. is that, is that it for you? Yeah. Oh, he's shaking his bag. That's it. Well, one, one of my many free comic book day bags. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that I got four or I got eight comics this week and it looks like we've got, yeah, four of the same. That's exciting. Wow. That is exciting. Yeah. And then how many did you get all together? Because maybe uh, you got eight as well. Come on. One, universe two, have meaning. Three, four. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That one oh, didn't. Come on. These, these two didn't come. Oh, no. Uh, so, well, oh, I should but... have asked you to count out loud. How about you figure it out? Well, I talked about uh, Bulls of Beacon Hill number five. This is the end of this. Pretty stoked on seeing how this wraps up. I'll, uh, I know you were on it at the beginning. We did a mm -hmm. review on it. I'll. I'll check back because I've I'm really happy that I stayed with this. So, okay. Yeah. Um, I saw that the uh the like release date for the trade uh was up and uh I was I was debating whether or not I should get it. So I uh await your final review. Well, tune in not next week, but the week after that. Um we'll tell you why to do that later, but um yeah. Come back. I'll definitely have a, a review for it. A little little thoughtsy poo to put out there into the universe. I love, I love your thoughtsy poos. Yeah, to, to just throw out there into the universe. So, okay. So, the next three. Uh, I'm going to do this one next. Um, feeder? Feeder? I, I think it's from Sumerian. Uh, it says uh, Sumerian on the back, but I don't see. I really love the Sumerian um, logo because it's also a record. Sumerian is... Uh, I, okay, so I've, I've been kind of scoping out the omnibus app yeah and oh, yeah. Uh, shout out to them and, yeah and sumerian is not one on there but they are curious like if you go to the website it says like what publishers would you like to see on here like sumerian mm -hmm. for sure and like probably aftershock i would also like to see mm -hmm. on there yeah um, but yeah like, i haven't gotten to check that out yet but are you enjoying it uh, I like, yeah, I mean, it's in its early stages and like, I love just the selection and how they, they can break it down by publisher, but they also still have like binge worthy reads 
and mm. like but i mean you like not there's there are free comic book day comics on there that you could read for free but i think that's the only thing on there for free okay. um like and there's no i don't think there's like a membership quite yet where you could like ha- like read whatever you want if you paid a m- monthly fee i don't think there's anything like that yet it's really just serves as kind of like a i don't know a comic book online comic book shop and you can store them there that's pretty sweet. I mean, so, yeah, I'm sure it'll build, but like just even to start there is pretty dope. So yeah, yeah nice. Um, but yeah, going back to this uh, comic, um, I have no idea what it's about. I just saw it was sitting on the shelf. It looked new. I think uh, this and another one is my only number one that I got this week, which is pretty mm. cool. You know, so that means it's like six ongoing series reading. Um, but I'm, <laughs> huh. Well, when you say that, I looked at my list and was like, did I get any number ones this week? And I did not. So that means I have eight ongoing series that I'm I'm into. <laughs> so you did you did also have eight series? Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Look at that. So, yeah, there you go. Um, I really like this art. Uh, it's reminiscent of something that I can't really put my like uh, hands on or my it's I guess maybe like even uh, Righteous Thirst for Vengeance. Mm-hmm. It's just like very like real, but also like. I don't, I will I know we always say this real but cartoony but that's not it like just the the way that their their skin lays out across them is very like mm-hmm. interesting anyways um but uh that's that one I'll probably check back on that one uh next one that I got into I saw this was coming out and I'm like I'm interested in this definitely want to dive in on it um just because this is these characters are both interesting to me uh it's Daredevil and Echo Oh, I looked at that. I like looked long and hard and there was like two different covers for it. Mm. And I just I don't know. I think I think I'm a little like off put by it because uh, in the past for me, especially when they started doing the MCU TV shows, Mm -hmm. I kind of checked out like the releases that Marvel was doing of those characters at that time. And I was just kind of overwhelmingly disappointed by all of them. Mm, and so I, and so I was thinking, okay, so echo has a show coming out and daredevil has a show coming out. I don't, I don't want to get like the feels of this comic and then like, I don't know, not enjoy the shows as much, I guess. I don't know. Sure. Sure. Or not. It'd feel like you enjoy this too much and then you don't enjoy the show because this gets you hyped or something like that. Yeah, that's, that's understandable. I, for me, it was just like I want to dip my toe back into Marvel a little bit. And this was like the thing that I felt like it's mm-hmm. just it's so one off like it. Daredevil is so alone in his own little thing. Like he's yeah. not like an Avenger or an X-Men where it's like part of this whole thing. Um, and I'm sure there is like I, I say that, but I'm sure there's, you know, I'll I'll start reading it and I'll be like, I don't understand why these things are happening, but it'll yeah. make it'll make sense in time. You know, like if it's yeah. a good, if it's a well-written story, then like I'll just be able to enjoy it. Yeah. And so. I, I am going to be dipping my toes uh, back into Marvel over the next week um, as I dip my toes into the Pacific Ocean while I sit on beaches in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fantastic. So that's why uh, we're going to we've already pre-recorded next week's episode with our buddy Kyle from the comic book lair. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we, we talk about uh, his journey with comics and also just some special comics to us. So, yeah, excited I, to have that out. it was it was a great conversation with them. I like really enjoyed having Kyle yeah. on. Um, okay. But I have I speaking of Kyle, uh, I 
Kyle has been riding this all the way to the end. He's being a good comic oh. book boy. And, and even though it's not his favorite, he's been sticking through. This is the last issue of Horror. Um, mm. I am so excited. One of my favorite comics. Um, yeah. So shout out to Kyle. Maybe we can let's do let's pop on Instagram live and maybe we'll do a chat or maybe we'll have a bonus episode. We'll figure out something. I'm calling you yeah. out on the Internet. Are you going to accept my <laughs> challenge to a, a podcast or a, a Instagram video? Wow. You're making it sound so threatening and it's yeah. just an, it's an invitation <laughs> to have a fun, a lively conversation. about a comic. I challenge you to a conversation. <laughs> so, but, you know. Again, we always talk about like how much we love the community, and um, Kyle's definitely a big part of that. So is Ray. Um, mm -hmm. Shout out to those guys. Our, our hearts and prayers are with them at the moment. But <laughs> also, Andy, um, I ran into him at the comic shop, and he had messaged nice. me a couple of weeks ago about asking if I wanted some trade paperbacks. So I have him sitting over here. Uh, he gave me a big old bag, so I'm going to grab him. Oh, yeah. Let's see it. Yeah. I got a, a big hefty boy from him. Let me pop these all out. Oh, so no. are these are these ones he's giving you or like ones he's loaned you because he recommends you read them? No, he's given me all these bad boys. So he was Andy, Andy is such a nice guy. He is. Maybe I'll split nice them guy. and send them send some to you. But like that this is what this is the thing I love about Andy, because I mostly know Andy through Instagram and he's mm -hmm. a wrestler. So I mostly see like his wrestling stuff, but he posts his poll list every week. And we, him and I chat, like if, if we both read something, we chat over Instagram, but mm -hmm. just all the imagery of him is just this kind of like wrestler, like mm -hmm. tough, like, I don't know, just shredded, just, just shredded dude. But he's just, he's such a sweetheart. Like he's so gentle and like yeah. kind and like, he's so knowledgeable about comics and he'll just listen to me, like just ramble on about like my little nonsense. And he just knows like, he's like an encyclopedia, you know? Yeah. He's just a, he's a beautiful man. I love, I love, I, I love his comic comments. I love yeah. his comments on comics. And if he had a comic, it would be fantastic. Um, but yeah, let me just, let me just uh, say uh, what he gave me here. So once in future uh, volume one mm. wayward, which this is, I'm pretty stoked on that. I really like that cover with all the cats. Um, can you, can you hold that a little bit closer? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, for those of you at home. Uh, watching there's that uh and then this is the one he was most excited for me to get into so i'm gonna uh probably crack this bag girl is it paper open. girls it is paper girls nice um how did you know uh i kind of i kind of saw the uh, part of the cover oh um, I, not, I didn't everything. see i saw i saw that just her uh, i'm pointing at the screen like people can see what i'm pointing <laughs> at I, I just saw the girl on the far right like i yeah. just saw her face Okay. Yeah. And, so I got uh, uh Paper Girls Volume One and Two. So definitely yeah, I have into those. Um, I started. Uh, I started Volume One. I didn't. I haven't finished it. Okay. So, well, maybe you should get on that because then we can. I'll, to, I'll see what it is because I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah. And I'm. I. I imagine I'm gonna have a lot of free time next week, like sitting in the sun. Mm. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's just like kind of a hope and expectation, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I hope that plays out for you. I also yeah. got Unnatural, uh, Volume Three. So I'm gonna have to look into this, uh, see if it's worth diving into. Somebody says they're totally hooked. Comus Acidity says it. So let's uh, we can trust them. And also uh, Wonder Woman, Earth One, Volume Two. So got a bunch of fun stuff. 
nice. Andy's such a good guy. Make sure that you follow him. Andy Header on Instagram. He's an awesome wrestler. He posts uh, nerd stuff too. Yeah. Um, I I said to him that he's kind of like so over on the comic book layer. For those of you who don't listen to that, they uh, have Ross come on every once in a while and talk about Marvel comics. And uh, Andy reads DC and Marvel, so I'm like, oh, we might have to, we might have to do that with you. We might have to milk your your brain, and yeah. uh, that you're brave enough to go into those worlds and explore them. But cool. yeah, that's all for me. That's I have so many comics. The amount yeah. of comics I've gotten this year, like from the beginning of this year, is just ridiculous. It's too much. Yeah, I have a so like of my free comic book day comics. I've read uh, two of them. One of them was the the last comic on earth, which is a play on the last kids on earth, which is a mm-hmm. book series that I've read through with my kids. And uh, so I got that for my, uh, Hey, it's Andy. <laughs> oh, Hey, hi, Andy. He says, hi guys. I could just jumped in. You were talking about me. Ha ha. Wayward is really good. It's like X-Men teens in Japan fighting. Yoki, uh, yokai. Um, thanks for the kind words. Ha. Oh, he's so you can see his meekness in the even in the hot. Andy, but you, you are you are welcome because you you deserve the kind words. You're yep. you're a very kind soul. We appreciate let him sink you. in like the sun and the beach, like Mark's gonna be next week in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so but you know where it probably doesn't have a Hawaii? Well, I was gonna like, yeah, uh, well, go for it. Let's see, let's see where you're gonna go. <laughs> Nowhere, probably Halloween town. Yeah. Um, I was going to spin that in that uh, I've only read one of my free comic book day comics, like for you myself. Just said you just two. Oh, no, for, yourself. Uh, for myself. Oh. I read one for my for my daughter because she wanted me to read it to her. And I was going to like I, that was something I wanted to give to her anyway. So I knew I was going to read it. But uh, I read the free comic book day of oh, it's right up here. Um, the oh. from Tokyo Pop, the Nightmare Before Christmas, number one. I think um, your I like your cover better. Yeah, but as far as I closer. know, as far as I know, mm. these are the same issue. I just got mine on for free comic book day, and and you you bought one. Um, yeah, I, I I would assume so. Actually, you know what I say? I I like my cover more, and I'll explain why when we get more into the review. Um, yeah, but but let me say, just what you think? How'd you feel? How did well, you feel in this? I want to see what your first uh, page of panels looks like so I can confirm that it's the same sure. thing. Let's see. That? Something like this? Nope, oh, sorry. That's good. my... No, no, no. I had my... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, good. We read the same comic. We read the same <laughs> comic. And, like... Okay. So, since mine... I got mine first because on free comic book day obviously came first. Wow, way um, to rub it in. Well, I just want to point out like the covers like this cover is really great because it does just show uh, the two characters. We got Jack Skellington on the cover and uh, Oogie Boogie Mm -hmm. and um, they're they're playing. This is when they're like younger. I don't like I don't know if they're like teen monsters or like what age they are, but they're kind of like the two up and coming monsters in town that Mm -hmm. uh, like people are watching and and then. Yeah, so like this just shows them being pals. Right. Yours shows them in a foot race. Yeah, but they're still like smiling. Like, and but the, and there's but and they're still having fun. But like mm-hmm. it also like yours also kind of illustrates that 
there's something about your cover that has to do with the story and that like their friendship turns into a competition because it is mm. the battle of the pumpkin king and the pumpkin king wants to step down but work closely with his predecessor yeah or his or his successor yeah yeah palpatine. and uh yeah pal like palpatine sorry Pop for the pup in the uh, background and i i believe that the the pumpkin king's name is pop uh pumpkin king pumpatine <laughs> thank you for committing to that pumpatine yeah oh my goodness if somebody could mock up some pumpatine art that would be fantastic that would be really cool i guess um, i mean these days we'll just have ai do it yeah uh, that makes no sense. i i don't yeah I, with Anyways. like the writer's strike going on right now i'm just like i'm not even gonna touch ai in any right. way shape well i'm trying not to there's certain ones that are just a part of your life like your phone <laughs> right sure so. but anyways on an unreal uh back to uh <laughs> the nightmare before christmas comic um uh, yeah so i i really i really enjoyed it it was nice to be back in this world everyone mm -hmm. kind of felt like very much like the character like it felt like you picked up from it here's Here's what I'm going to say, and I sizzled this on my Instagram post, that this comic, I think, is going to break my heart. And there's oh, a yeah. reason that I really love this cover, because even though you're right that it does show what this it does sum up like this idea of their friendship, but also the competition. But I think just the art does such a good job of like illustrating the like joyful, like playfulness in Oogie Boogie. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, that really hits home. Because when I was a kid, I was like, I was chubby. I wasn't as good as like, as a lot of my friends that like sports and like even as skateboarding or like whatever. So I definitely really relate to this archetype of like the second guy that's like, you know, just the sidekick that's like chubbier and silly and whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And like just knowing where Oogie Boogie ends up you know, and how that like inevitably ends in the movie is very depressing because I'm like, I can see the spark of joy in him right here, but knowing that he ultimately turns into like a bug, like something that like gets destroyed. Um, you know, it's just very depressing. What just happened? I, I laid my comic down on my uh, resyllable oh, no. uh, package. And I just, as you said, I watched something beautiful get destroyed i just <laughs> tore this whole thing right here oh man so i guess man now i'm gonna have to like actually buy issue number one <laughs> just send me that i'll take it no, um keep, but yeah this. did you hear as a, as a, yeah no i was listening because yeah. it was ha it was happening before my eyes <laughs> but yeah i mean i'm just real i'm that's gonna bum me out just seeing yeah. like Hey, I because I'm assuming we're going to see his fall from grace and I can't think yeah. of any because of how innocent they portray him in this. I think it's going to be hard for me to be like, what did he do that made him such an outcast that was OK that like Jack Skellington murders him, you know? Um, For those of you listening, Mark is holding up a T-shirt that says let's boogie. It's not a T-shirt. It's a hoodie. It's a hoodie and it's like oogie boogie oh yeah it is yeah. oh my goodness that's pretty dope yeah um uh, but yeah no and it's just like oogie boogie too is always like the question was as a kid is just like what is oogie boogie's deal 
Mm-hmm. You know, like, why is he such like a bad guy who's just like isolated himself from a community, which like the, the movie alludes to that there's history. And like, they're all bad people. Like they all yeah. want to do bad things. And they're just like, no, we don't want to screw with this guy because he he really wants to do bad things, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> so I just I really I really liked it. I appreciate the uh, creator, um, the writer of this. I I did not write any of that down. Is it Dan no. Connor? Um written by dan connor yep story yeah. by uh sean mclaughlin and dj milkley um, pencils and ink by deborah allo who does a fantastic job absolutely um yeah because yeah. it, it is kind of like a anime inspired comic too so like the art is less less it's it it pays good tribute to the traditional style of nightmare before christmas but you can also see the influence of the anime in it and i really like that Mm-hmm. yeah it definitely isn't like trying to just do the exact same thing it's taking liberties but it's it's paying off for sure oh so yeah maybe that'll even like be this thing where i'm like well the art's different so it's a different world it's not a sad one where oogie boogie was just an innocent kid and then turns and gets squished on a you know by santa right santa yeah. kills the last bug oh that's real sad <laughs> it's so sad <laughs> Imagine like you're just running around with your buds as a kid and then you flash forward 20 years and Santa's murdering you. Anyways, it was a really good comic. (laughs) I'm excited Um, to see where it goes. Yeah. So Dan Connor also wrote uh, that like short Zero's Journey, like the Nightmare, Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas Zero's Journey. Um, Never read it. Yeah, I I think it was I think it was like a digital like short or something. Um, I can't I think it's like. I believe it's available on Disney Plus, but um, I know I've seen it. I can't really tell you. Oh, it's it, a it's an animated thing. I've seen it in whatever it is, and I, I thought it was a comic. In, in it's my not head, a comic. oh no, it, you're right. It is a comic. What is happening right now? Is it a comic or is it a television show? What are you doing? I, I'm just confusing myself and everyone else. <laughs> I shouldn't have said. What are you doing? That's in- yeah. inquisitory. Yeah, no, it, it is, it is, it is a comic. I, for some reason, was seeing it as like a show in my head, but um, I think I was also just picturing Zero flying around. But yeah, no, that was mm-hmm. also by came out by Tokyo Pop. And uh, what year did that come out? Who knows? Who knows? Um, Doesn't matter. Uh, it, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. But I, I just, I really like this, so I'm probably gonna hop on to it. Yeah, I think um, we should because it's just for fun. You know, yeah, and it's also it's another thing for me to like show my family because like Kate, like Kate loves Nightmare Before Christmas. I have yeah. a Jack, like one of those like Jack Skellington T-shirts. Yeah, um, and my I have like a a really cool Jack Skellington like jacket. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I just I'm yeah when I saw it was a free comic book day thing I was like heck yeah I'm gonna get that so I didn't actually know it was gonna be like a series and I probably mm. could have paid attention to that so yeah I I'm gonna probably try and hop onto that I agree um I'm, I'm all in buddy heck yeah uh so we had uh we had some uh creators reach out to us this last week is that right that's right you, you, did. you did you did all the talking with that that's true so we had um let me just pull up the name right here so we had tim radicky um of super buds and um some other stuff reach out to us and asked us to check out uh grave brigade grave uh, brigade grave brigade sorry for <laughs> we're struggling to say that it's, um it's really hard to say 
those two words together. You really got focused. But I in. really like those two words together. Like when yeah. I read this in my head, I'm like, that's a dope title. It does like it is a little like jumbly, but it does like flow very well, in my humble opinion. Yeah, um, and, um, I'll hold up the cover here. I don't know how well it'll show on a digital screen. Yeah, that, that looks great to me. I, I'm i a huge fan of this art. It was great. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he sent it over to us in a PDF, and it was, like, just awesome to, like, open it up, and you just see, like, just good, like, detailed art. I'm just mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm very excited about this. Because it just, again, it feels like when when people put like that level of like care into things and making it like look as, as polished as it is it definitely means that you care about it right right you know so yeah. um just let's uh shout out the creative team so it was written by mike dean and tim uh radicky radicky i'm really sorry if i'm saying that wrong uh which i'm sure i am illustrated by deborah lanson lansonies you should recognize uh, this name why did i just why She's worked with uh, a pal of ours. Which pal? Uh, Hedrick. Nice. Yeah. On what? <laughs> what are you uh, dragging this out? <laughs> the, uh, because I'm, I can't remember specifically which one <laughs> it was. Oh, I threw you right under the bus. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Well, you can figure that out while I list off the last two people. Um, well, I want to say it was uh, boy, boy who conquered a mountain. Or no, 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 no. That that's that's chance. Um, man, I'm really you keep talking. I'll figure this out. <laughs> Thank you. Um, colors by Arthur Hessely and letters by Dave Swartz. Um, yeah. And the story seems to be picking up, I believe, during World War One or is uh, uh, it's, it's during World War Two. World War Two. OK, yeah. I always get the when the times were for that. Um, and it's like this special unit that's kind of i i don't want to i feel like i'm gonna botch it trying to uh like put it into my own words but i feel like you know that's well i'm gonna explain how i took in the comic it seems like there's this special unit out to kind of battle the occult things or to like search for like these occult things that um yeah i guess that, yeah world war ii was uh had hitler who was into all the occult stuff um so there's it's just that like World War II backdrop with um, just weird mystical stuff. And there's a werewolf in it. And I was I was reading this. I'm like, werewolves are definitely my like vampires. I don't they're, mm. I don't love them, I think, as much as you love vampires. But of the like mythos of creatures, I really like uh, werewolves, um, mm. maybe because I'm a little bipolar. But I just like just the concept of people like having to live with like, oh, I turn into this monster every once in a while, you know? Yeah. It's a, it's yeah. an interesting archetype. No. Uh, and like, I just, I, I think I really like it just because it is playing on like classic horror tropes. Like this is a brigade going after classic horror tropes and mm -hmm. it's during world war two and oh, the that's Nazis, true. And like, so the Nazis have some kind of like tie to all this, well, like, yeah, historically, I think we do know, like, Nazism had, like, a tie to some occultism. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so this is kind of playing on, like, a historical, like, fact, but, like, exp expressing it through, like, classic horror genre as we, we understand it. And so, like, right. I just, I really enjoyed it for that principle. Um, and then now that I can, I'm going to stop embarrassing myself about Deborah, but Deborah, <laughs> good grief. Um it it it's really hard for me when I we have two pals named Jonathan and I like 
I'm yeah. always getting their their comics confused in my head. But and uh, we had yeah. them on back to back as yeah. guests. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Deborah worked with Hedrick on Hyperware, and she's working with them on Quicksand currently. That explains it. That's yeah. why that looks like so familiar to me. That it's just like good. I, again, I don't know the word. I just want to say solid. You know, mm-hmm. like just good. Like the it like the the space in between the lines is well utilized. Oh yeah, and, which is like empty space, but it's also like shading and like just it's those small details that like yeah. make it seem like alive, even though like there's not much happening in there. You know. Yeah. And no, again, like the, the tone of it is very like, like dead, mm-hmm. like, like uh, kind of again, let's I'm going to mention chance again, but just like with chances, um, uh, cover the dead with lime has a very like dead shadow, horror, yeah. shadowy tone to it. And uh, Deborah did a really good job with her uh, pencils and inks on this. A hundred percent. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed this. Um, they are launching their Kickstarter for it soon. Right. June 15th, I believe, is the date. I will uh, I'll try to look that up real quick. But um, yeah, I I would definitely say support it. Um, if it was out at the moment, I would throw it in the comments. But when it comes out, I'm probably going to try to jump on it. Um, so we'll, we'll yeah. throw it out there. Um, and maybe if you're listening and you want to come on, let us know. This is a, yeah. a subtle invite. I keep inviting people on to do the show in this episode. I'm like, Kyle, let's do this thing. You, uh, Tim, come on, let's bring on some people. Let's talk about werewolves. But yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, you know, I said werewolves were kind of my vampires and you kind of have vampires and mm-hmm. you have vampires in the, uh, the fashion of little monsters. I do. I actually have it twice. Uh, which oh. was not wasn't planned, but I'll get to that second one uh, last. But yeah, Little Monsters wrapped up, and uh, I I was fortunate to kind of get uh, some of our pals' takes on it as well. Yeah, and uh, actually, we I, I believe I did I chat with it with Kyle um, before we went live or after. I we can't went remember. Live. Yeah, um, so it might be in next week's episode. Uh, Kyle and I kind of chatting about it. Um, but I really liked how it wrapped it up. It really did just bring the whole story full circle. Um, and uh, the the ending of it was just, I don't know, it was very well uh, done. And I'm not surprised because we were talking about Jeff Lemire. Um, mm-hmm. And he does like, he he's always leaving you like between first and last issues, like wondering, like, I don't, I don't want to say like, why am I reading this? But like, he leaves you with a lot of questions. Yeah, just a lot of like, what's this? Yeah. Oh, look at that. Like, and uh, another pal agrees. Yeah. Like it just the the whole series overall is it's just it's fantastic. I really love Dustin Newen's art as well throughout it. Um, similar again, similar to the next one I'll be talking about. Um, I like I like seeing artists uh, kind of like drawing off of each other i mean that's like the whole world of art is just like the inspiration of and creation of Mm -hmm. and uh and just the way that uh jeff and dustin told this story and the way that dustin was able to use his panels to help tell the story uh just yeah was really really well done uh I love how black and white it is, but just like the mm-hmm. minimal insertions of color, mostly red. But every once in a while, you get a sh- a, a, a shimmer of beauty that Romy or Rami, uh, I, th- I think uh, Kyle and I might have a debate on 
how you say his name. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, that's comics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I just, I really enjoyed it. I kind of am bummed for you that you dropped off of it, but you are also really burnt out on vampires at that point. So I completely understand. Um, but yeah, like if you can pick up the trade paperback, it's totally worth a read through. Um, and, and I have said this too, and, uh, I, I, I want to know what other people think, but like, I think I would have rather read it all the way through rather than issue to issue. But that's how I honestly feel about a lot of Lemire's work is I'd rather just have the whole thing in front of me to go through instead of waiting. Right. Because you just always want more, you know, yeah. there's nothing. That's those... what he does. He, like we said, he, he make he leaves you wanting more. You have questions and you want the answers. And he just introduces that so well in each issue of little monsters, just, and answers questions about each one of the little monsters in each issue while like the current story is going on. Um, you had muted your airplane. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. A helicopter flew overhead. Um, just want to say, Eric said real quick, little monsters was incredible. Totally agree. Uh, each panel should be framed and the cover is a mirror to their descender issue. Number one. That's ah, awesome. Nice. Nice connection. Look at that. Um, Thanks for that. Yeah. Uh, so what, what did you get into this week, pal? My, my good old buddy, pal, my good old buddy, pal, <laughs> you're my buddy, pal, buddy. Um, that's just me. I wish you could, I wish everyone could have seen like how much I was franticking through my comments while I was doing that. So it makes the stutter even better. Cause I'm like, ah, oh, oh, oh. Um, <laughs> uh, I should have been ready, uh, to talk about dark spaces, uh, good deeds. Yeah, I missed out on this one. I asked my shop to get it, and they still might be getting it for me. I'm not sure, but mm. um, it, it, I didn't have it on release day. So, so I I really enjoyed it. I not gonna lie, I kind of forgot that I read it because I was going through like my red pile for this week. I'm like, oh yeah, and then I started thumbing through it, and I was like, man, you know what? I did really enjoy this. Um, I pulled the uh, a little bit of the uh, the pub sum to kind mm. of uh, set us up, but. Dark Spaces, Good Deeds, or whoops, sorry about that. Uh, Dark Spaces Anthology line. Okay, so apparently it's an anthology. Confirmed. You've heard it here first on the Poolbox Pals. Yeah. Um, the, the next one's like a like called Hollywood, I think. Okay. Oh, yeah. nice. Um, the anthology line returns with an all-new story and creative team. In search of a fresh start, teenager Shinel Collins and her mother Rebecca moved to St. Augustine, Florida, where they crossed paths with Jean McKnight, a disgraced big city journalist determined to pay her dues and rebuild her career, starting with a fluff piece on the town's upcoming 450th anniversary celebration. Um, what they don't say in this is that Cheyenne and her mother get a... Uh, they either buy i think yeah they buy it a uh, old like rundown diner so a lot of the um, story is them fixing it up and cheyenne going to school and uh you don't really learn much about the characters like where how they ended up where they are you just kind of just filling in the pieces you know this mother daughter's moving to florida um this news reporter apparently something happened and she's trying to like rebuild her career um but they're they're interesting characters and what's really cool is they're all female and then i do believe that the entire um everyone writing it is female as well um the writer is che grayson uh artist is chelsea ramsey and uh let's see if i can find anything else um and Rhonda Pattinson, which I can't see what she's doing but yeah all it's a all girls team and it's it's a great comic 
Um, very much excited to to see where it goes. The um, how do you say this? There's there's something happens with the old owner of the diner. I don't want to spoil it because I do want you to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is going to be a little bit different than Dark Space's Wildfire because that was kind of very grounded and like about yeah. Um, uh, you know, about a robbery, essentially, essentially. Yeah, and it, it was a story that took place over what six issues, four issues, uh, five, five or six, something like yeah. that. Yeah, um, great story. I have it up on my wall. But yeah, I have um, the trade, it's great. Like, it yeah, is. again, if you haven't, if you haven't dived into the delved into the uh, world into. Of, of dark spaces, it's it's worth it. It's but it, I, I will say it was good to be back in a in a grimy diner. We haven't been in like a good grimy diner since uh, Silver, uh, Silver Coin. Coin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so if if you kind of are you, if you know what I'm talking about, if you know that griminess of Silver Coin, and you know the the um, yeah, dive into this. Yeah. I feel like it's not as I, grunt grimy, but it's it it'll it'll hit that spot for you. When I was uh, I was organizing my comics a couple weeks ago and uh, came up on the silver coins, I was like, man, I'm I miss this. Mm-hmm. Like as as much as like I still will argue the first arc is like hands down the best. Yeah, like, I still just really enjoyed the second and third arc. And uh, was it Eric Walsh, uh, Michael Matt, Walsh. Michael Walsh. Um, yeah. yeah, he uh, you know, I know he he's taking a break because I, I think he had a kid on the way and all that. But mm-hmm. it's just like. You know, Michael, when you're ready, I'm ready. We're, we're ready. We're ready yeah. for it. Oh, my God. It was just it was one of my favorite comics to get because I knew it wouldn't ever really disappoint. Yeah. You know? There's always something interesting because you're following the silver coin through an anthology of stories. It's all sw- like everyone's taking swings with these, yeah. you know, and like and even the if art's always the arts. The artist is always different. And no, the art it, is always the same. No, the, the artist is always different. No, the art is always the same. The writer is different. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry, the right. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. It's okay. I'm just, I'm the one embarrassing myself this week. Yay. (laughs) I'm taking my foot out of my mouth for the week. Oh, it feels so nice to be correct. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But uh, just, I just want to say, we don't really talk about comic news much, but um, a comic that I really love getting, uh, is uh oh is mark's ringtone uh if you oh, need a, if you need a bounce you totally can um no, we're fine you, we'll you're good all right uh but yeah uh that texas blood is coming out with a spinoff series and i forget what it's called it's like the the something something massacre oh i saw that yeah yeah and so i'm very 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 excited about that um my three yeah. favorite comic book genres western sci-fi noir you know like, yeah, and uh, honestly, like that Texas blood hits two of those, so I'm I'm good. Yeah, so, yep. No, I I think I'm I'm pretty similar. I would throw horror in there as well. Mm. Yeah, but horror is uh, kind of broad. But anyways, yeah, it is. It's it's told in various genres, right? Um, right. But um, but yeah, I I know we're kind of getting close on time, but I just I really wanted to mention this um because sure. I did bring up that I uh checked out the omnibus app. Uh, this week, uh, which just released not that long ago. I think I think no. it was maybe last week. Um, but something that's been on my list from Scout Comics that I've been wanting to read, um, and it has to do with uh, Francesca Fantini. Uh, okay. She is the artist on this. This is Jonathan Hedrick's wife. Oh, um, I, I, I I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, her uh, Steak Volume One 
Oh, that looks fantastic. Yeah. And it has like kind of that similar thing as little monsters in that, like it's mostly like black and white. This is the opening panel. Oh, that's beautiful. And color is used so well, but like her detail is just like on point. And like, Mm -hmm. I I was very much blown away by her art because like I I'd seen her art when I uh, saw Jonathan at the fan expo. And like, uh, you know, that's when I, I met her as well, but I was, mostly talking with Jonathan and, mm-hmm. um, and so I didn't get like a, a big chance to like talk with her, but I did like look at her table and I was pretty impressed. So I was excited to like get in, uh, to this just because this was hers. And, uh, but the story is really good too, because it is, it's, it's, it's another vampire story, but it's also like kind of twisting some of the tropes. Mm. Uh, but it also treats it as like, kind of like a underworld vibe and that like, yeah, vampires do exist and have always existed among us. Um, but now with like all the social media and everything, uh, they're just like, we can't really hide anymore. Mm. And so this one vampire kind of takes upon himself to, um, announce like their existence to the world. And yeah. he, he does it by like murdering somebody like on a live stream. Oh, geez. Like, yeah. Uh, not sucking their blood. He like, he like destroys this person, uh, in, uh, in a very heartless way, I'll say. Um, yeah. So it starts off like really heavy, but then like the main character, um, she got her, like her, her name on line is steak. Uh, but her, I think her real name's angel. Um, she's like a, a hunter in training and she's being trained by a vampire because like the vampires are being kind of treated like, uh, well, we'll, we'll say kind of like civil war handles the superhero thing. Should superheroes mm. have to register? And so a lot of vampires have registered and they work for like the vampire bounty hunter commission or whatever it's called. Um, And so there's humans and vampires that are hunting and offering the opportunity for unregistered vampires to register and then they can go about their lives. Uh, One thing I like that they played on is that like uh, nothing like really all the tropes we know of vampires that like instantly kill them, like sunlight or like having garlic around your neck, they like mm-hmm. twist those things a bit. Okay. And so like vampires can be out in the sun. Uh, mm-hmm. It just like hurts really bad. And if they are out too long, it'll eventually kill them, but it's not like an instant like thing. Mm-hmm. And, and so uh, let me see if I can find the panel for it, but there's, a way around it and that like with all the technology these days there's like a bronzer that they can put on um <laughs> and the way that this is drawn i just can't that's the problem with having a full volume to look through oh uh, yeah that's oh yeah because you are just kind of just slip sliding through the whole thing uh but I mean, that, i'll see if i can find it but essentially like she gets drawn like kind of like yeah right here this is good um it's like you can kind of see so the main character there is with the black hair and her face is kind of blushing a little bit and then like mm-hmm. that's her mentor who is a vampire and they're going to investigate investigate a crime scene yeah but like you can they she like kind of the uh stake or angel she like kind of pokes fun at it in this scene yeah like through these the sequence of panels and it's like she's not like super bright orange but in this black and white world it does stand out like a lot right yeah and but yeah, so there's just That's, it's a really kind of cool, like modern and like a modern inspired take on vampires and like what it could be like. 
Right. Um, so I really enjoy it. I read the whole thing through. I sat down. Planning oh, wow. on, yeah. I sat down planning on like doing, you know, one issue a day through it. But then when I sat down and read, I'm like, no, I'm going through this. Um, awesome. So, yeah, it was excellent. I was so happy that I got to read it. And I'm so happy that Omnibus had it. Uh, mm. And if you haven't checked out the Omni Omnibus app, uh, go for it, because I know these guys just started. They just launched it. So there's a lot of stuff to get worked out. And I think the more advice they get from users, the the better the app will be. But I'm just really excited to see this. Um, mm -hmm. And I'll, again, I'll just show you this. But like if you go to the store, this is not at the top of the page, but like you can see the list of publishers and you can just look through things by the publisher. Nice. And so, dope. yeah. So they got a blaze, ahoy, black panel, boom, uh, CEX. Um, I can't remember what that stands for. Mm -hmm. uh, Image, Mad Cave, Scout Comics, Silver Sprocket, Valiant, and Vault are all. On That's it. great. And Those like are I great. said earlier, like yeah, I'd like to see like Aftershock and Sumerian on there as well. Um, but yeah, it's they're at a good start, and so thank you, Omnibus, for making this possible for me to like kind of read Scout Comics in a cool way. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I'm definitely gonna have to check that out. Um, did you did you get into this at all? The seasons no, have teeth I, number two. I forgot to tell my shop that I wanted to stay on it because yeah. they that was just one of the ones that when I showed up the shop they had one extra copy and I I grabbed it and it wasn't something I had asked for. Right. Um, okay. So yeah. So I might I might just wait for the trade because I think it is only four issues, right? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's definitely. Uh, I, I just uh, it's I would definitely say keep keep going with it because it's probably going to only be four. And again, like it's just one of those kind of like poetic uh, comics, you know, it just kind of it reads like a poem and you just it's not one of those. It doesn't feel like it's going to be ongoing. It just tells a message and then it's done. You know, yeah, it's which boom is great for. Yeah. Um, so I'm just realizing I don't think did I say that I got ambassadors issue number five? I meant to pick it up and I didn't. Uh, because I did read in this past two weeks, I got caught up on the ambassadors uh, three and four. Um, Mark, ask me what happens in this comic. What what happens in uh, issues three and four? Or are we talking about five? Whichever one. What happens in it? Nothing. I don't think anything happens. Uh, but yeah. I think some like I think things happen. I saw pictures on, and I say that like I didn't enjoy it, but I like finished reading it, and I was just like, okay, like it. We're like I, again, if I like if I criticize like little monsters for not moving very fast, this is like doing the same thing, except it's just building so much. And I'm like, this is going to be like, it has to at least be 16 issues because of how much they're building. Like they're not, they're not done. Like yeah. it, issue number five is coming out soon. And there's still like the team isn't like built. It they seems haven't... like these are all coming out really fast too. I Yeah. Like for sure. Um, so I don't know what this is. I honestly don't know if I'm going to stay on it. I, I mean, I guess I Freudian slipped and didn't pick it up today, but I, I do want to, like, I, I know I started this review off rather harsh, but like, I enjoyed the entire experience, but it mm. was again, that same experience of just being like, what, ha what happened? Like there was a lot of cool stuff, but like, it just feels like, like where we started and where we finished just doesn't matter you know because yeah. a lot of it is just setting up like these people being chosen and again it's like cool and stuff but i feel like there's a better way to tell these people's stories than to just give you like 
you know one third of a uh, one third of a comic and then like that's their origin like this is why they're this person and that's mm -hmm. just like what it was over and over again and i'm like okay but like what's the team gonna do like there's like little sprinkles of like uh like where the arc's gonna go but and again like i mean i i enjoyed it like read them back to back but it was just like this is going to be a lot. And I know I wanted an ongoing series, so maybe this is it. Maybe I'm criticizing for getting what I want. Um, yeah. But it's just, I I guess I'm excited. Because I when I go to Mark Miller, I think of, like, kind of a lot more action pack. And, a, like, it's and it's just not that. Like, Well, that's because uh, kick-ass, though, right? Yeah. I think that that's yeah. my problem is that I'm just expecting kick-ass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, like Ambassadors very much carries like the Jupiter's Legacy vibe for me. And, okay, I've uh, never read it. Yeah, and so it's just I don't know. It's it's it seemed. I mean, I only read issue one, but it, it just seemed like it was kind of like another dark take on superhero world. Yeah, and but like I it is interesting to me because this this is one where like the artist is different each issue, right? Yeah, and I yeah. I've. I enjoy that. Um, but again, I'm like, well, what's the purpose of this? Is it because we're all talking about different people? Um, because it does make it a little bit confusing when I see people outside of their costumes. I'm like, is that the same person? It doesn't happen much, but like, I guarantee it will, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyways, that's that. I didn't, I mean, I didn't want it to sound as harsh, like as it did, but um, like everything I said, I was not planning on saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I did. Like, I knew that that's how I felt about it. No, but again, but, like, I mean, we like, I think we should, like, you should be honest on the, this platform. And I, I like, agree. It's this, like, it starts conversation about these things. And that's what we do. We like to have conversations about comics and whether or not we all like them or don't, like, those conversations still need to be had. So I agree. Well, do you got uh, anybody, any more else that you, you want to shout out? Uh, let's, I read a couple others this week. Uh, so yeah, I already mentioned, I caught up on neighbors. Uh, I caught up on hunt, kill, repeat. And then I also read, uh, Emma Kubert's, uh, Stoneheart number three, uh, still really enjoying that as well. Um, it, it is just like a really cool, like, like sci-fi fantasy. Um, mm -hmm. and just the fact that she's doing all of it. She is the, she is like, the cartoonist like so she's writing it drawing it coloring it um that. so it's it is a really cool story and i'm 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 digging it um and i'm excited that i read hunt kill repeat and neighbors uh so recently since the next issues came out this week so it'll be easy to like hop into those next ones yeah i'm excited to dive into neighbors uh, i feel like there's yeah. too long of a gap in between that you know yeah yeah, yeah. no it kind of feels that way but it's still i think it's still been fairly monthly so yeah um again just i want to shout out uh junction jones and the Cordu corduroy conspiracy um i really enjoyed it um it's it's a lot more wordy than i normally read but it's really fun because it's just very trippy like it mm -hmm. feels like um and i don't this again it's not an insult but i would imagine what it's like tripping like like robo tripping like everything is kind of like you know what robo tripping is when you drink a whole bottle of robo doesn't I've never uh -huh. done that, but it's very uh -huh. much what I would imagine it feels like of just like this strange, like everything's off. You feel kind of like everything is very heavy. Uh, I, I love the art. Um, so let me just pull it up real quick. And it's just like it's just like very weird. And I don't know. 
it's i don't know how to describe it other than just like trippy just shadowy like mm. just and again like the story is very much just like what's happening it's all uh even this was true in issue number one as well of just like these long nar uh narratives of just telling really weird antidotes and it's like this is just such a strange world you know and so I love like a good dip into like because sometimes like when especially with sci-fi you're just like you everyone's so serious or like even on the opposite side they're very like laid back because they're used to sci-fi but this is a very much just like the world something's like gone kind of wrong like the world's been like this the galaxy's been tainted and everyone's like kind of like a little off kilter you know yeah um so yeah I I. I love it. I've been enjoying it. I'm very excited. Uh been love loving talking with uh TC. So um yeah, definitely check that out. And then also read Mosley. And again, I don't really have much to say about that. When it wraps up, I'll probably come back and say more about it. But yeah, uh, I, th I think that's all that I got into this week. Nice. Yeah, I'm trying to think. So I did read uh Don't Spit Into the Wind number one. I also read that on the Omnibus app. Uh, nice. I read that because it was Stefano. Stefano worked with, and I'm mentioning Hedrick a lot this week, but it's just there there's there's connect there's just connections that are. It's happening. hard not to. He's a hardworking yeah. lad. He's he's a hardworking guy, and he's putting out some great stuff. So, mm -hmm. um, and the people he's worked with, I've been watching out for and uh, seeing what else they've been putting out. So I'm I'm probably gonna get issue two. That's also available on the app. Nice. Um, but yeah, his I just I love his like watercolor style art so yeah i i agree um i don't think i realized that that was him so i think i might have to dive in on that because i really do love his art yeah so uh well uh i guess i got nothing else to talk nothing about else. well then i guess it's time for us to put a lasso on i was i was thinking of a lay to put a lay around a horse and head get ready for you to head off to hawaii yeah, that works. Yeah, we're just going to gallop right across the ocean. <laughs> my horse is going to be so fast. It's going to be like the flash, but like a little bit slower. So my skin stays on. Um, but yeah, it's going to be fun. Can't yeah, man. I, I hope you have a good time. I hope that you and your family uh, all have a good one. Uh, stay away from turtles because they're endangered. Uh, yeah. That happened well, to me in Hawaii. You're, also, you're not allowed to touch you're, them. You're, yeah, you're not supposed to. So I'm actually going to Kona. So like oh, wow. my, my kind of old stomping grounds. So, yeah. I was yeah. there for one week, the same place that you're going to be walking yeah. around. I got a tattoo there, two tattoos. That's where I got on. my, that's where I got my ears done. Wow. Kind of, yeah. Look at us modifying our body when we're away from our parents in Hawaii. <laughs> no rules. Yeah. yeah. But now I'm, right. I'm excited. I'm excited to go back and just uh, see how things are. My sister still lives there, so I'll go to see her as well. That's, so awesome. that's nice. Yeah. All right. Let's bring this uh, horse to the luau. I'm getting sleepy. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> if you joined us, thank you. And if you're Ooh. watching here on YouTube, please like like this uh, podcast. Uh, you know, ring the bell so you know when we're going live next. Ding -a -ling -a -ling. Uh, and then if you're watching this post, so if you're listening to us on Spotify or maybe you're watching this again on YouTube, just please like and subscribe. Leave some comments. Uh, we are most active on Instagram. You can find us at the Pullbox Pals there. You can find me at Matt underscore nerdy and you can find Monk at that Monk guy. Uh, but yeah, we're we are technically on all the social media platforms, but we're mostly active on I'd say YouTube and uh, Instagram. So, yes, that is very much true. So thank you guys so much for hanging out. 
Mr. Matt, it's always a great time. I probably won't talk to you until you get back. We'll probably text about some comics. Yeah. So I hope you have a good time. I hope you meet Luke Skywalker because I know that that would mean a lot to you. It sure would. <laughs> <laughs> in the meantime, I haven't read comics like these in years. Oh.